This week on the Reverse Stick Get Set, international hockey's back in a big way. Can we persuade Ashley Morrison to put on the pads and are we talking the same game? Welcome to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, episode 97. My name is Matt Allen, and opposite me, as every week, is my co-host, Mr. John Lee. Mr. John Lee. John, what are you doing? Huh? Sorry. That's your cue to come in, mate. What? What are you up to? Oh, I'm, I'm just organising my CV. Why, why are you organising your CV? Well... As you can know, doubt tell, I've had a bit of problems with my voice. Well, you are a bit croaky, yeah, but I didn't... Yeah. So I figure there's not too much life left in this podcast gig, so I've got to look beyond. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I've heard there's a job coming up in sports administration at Lausanne at the end of June. Oh, lovely place. So, It'd be lovely, yeah, lovely yeah. to move there, wouldn't it? I've, I've just got to go and talk to the people at Southern Pizza and Pasta around the corner, uh-huh. see if I can get them on board. And, what, um, yeah. what, to deliver pizzas to you? No. Over there? Sponsors. Ah, right, right. Okay. But Apparently that's part of the job. We can take response. the we can take the helicopter though. Fly in, fly out. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Well, good luck with okay. that. So, what is this? We're not going to make it to episode 100. That's it. You're you're off now. The end of June, I think. Oh, okay. The job will become available. Because I hate if you were leaving the job today and you only let us know today. No, no, I wouldn't do that. No, okay, that's that's God, good. No. Well, maybe that was my little run-in. That was my practice with the intro, was it, for the, the solo reverse stick? Yeah, it looks um, like you might be on okay. your own, mate. Unless in, you want to move to Lausanne, too. Enjo- no, thanks. In, <laughs> in, enjoy him while you can, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, soon-to-be-departing uh, John Lee. You are very croaky. <laughs> well, we were due to... We, we're, we're recording on a Friday again this week. We were due to record Wednesday, but... You, could hardly that hear a, a word coming out of your mouth. So, yeah, the uh, what, Totally Pro League was much better. Con- congratulations <laughs> if uh, if you managed to get through Totally Pro League and you understood everything that was being said. And hopefully you didn't catch anything. Uh, yes. Now, um, results. Let's have a look at some international results in no particular order because I dropped the pages before and I didn't have time to shuffle them back into the correct <laughs> order when I picked them up. Um, Test matches between Republic of South Africa and Namibia, the women, as the 24th and 25th at Randburg in South Africa, of um, 1-0 score in the first scoreline in the first game to South Africa. They backed it up 2-0 in the second game, and uh, then things got a little bit out of hand for the Namibians in the third game, losing 8-0. So uh, a 3-0 series victory there to South African women. I think that's Kristen Payton, who we had on the show many moons ago. That was her first uh, test matches on home soil. Yeah. Has played plenty of games for South Africa all over the world, but the first time she's been able to do it in front of home fans. So. Well, hopefully she got a hat-trick in that 8-0 victory. Yeah, then. busy old so. hockey uh, week and weekend in South Africa. It has. We'll get to more of that soon. Uh, there's also been a three Nations tournament. It's currently under, well, it's finishing as today, a bit later on. Uh, Italy, Malaysia and Spain for the women. Um, in the first match, Spain beat Malaysia 5-1. Spain backed up the next day against Italy for a 2-1 victory. Malaysia and Italy on uh, the 28th, a one-all draw there. No shootouts. Uh, Malaysia and Spain backed up. And this time it was a 4-2 victory to Spain. Uh, then Italy and Spain the next day. Surprisingly, maybe to some, Italy got up over Spain 4-3 in that game. And the final game, Italy and Malaysia to uh, go ahead later today. Uh, Spain 
Well, that's really interesting. Spain's listed on the pool standings as having played four and won three, which they did. Um, um, yeah, they're right. I thought they were wrong. <laughs> but they'll, well, they'll it's interesting because it's factually correct. Yes, yeah. that's right. Uh, they'll end up on top of the pool standings there with Italy and Malaysia to play for second and third. Italy on four points, Malaysia on one point. Uh, the goal difference there is zero to Italy and negative six to Malaysia. So they need a big victory to finish second in that particular little round-robin tournament. We've also had uh, men in South Africa up against Namibia, 27th to 30th at Randburg, the three games again. Four <coughs> there it goes. There it goes. 4-0 in the first encounter to South Africa, 5-0 in the second, and on the 30th, another 5-0 victory to South Africa. Um, look, the experience for the Namibians would be invaluable. Uh, and for the South Africans, nice to be able to work through a few things, perhaps before they head to the uh, hockey series finals yes. in the Banaswar. And, yeah. um but it's interesting. Get some systems going. N- Namibia being involved. Remember, we spoke to Tyrone Bonnard uh, World Cup time last year that Namibia had decided to put all of their resources into indoor hockey and not outdoor hockey. But there's a very close tie there with with South African hockey for them. And following on from those test matches, there's also a three nation tournament that's taken place from the 28th to the 1st of June in South Africa, and so it hasn't completed yet. It's in Durban. Uh, Republic of South Africa, Botswana and Zimbabwe. Bit of a golf fest, it must be said. And it doesn't say M or W on this sheet, so I have a feeling it was the men, but oh, there was the women, but you have to check. You could do Isn't that are, we, are we supposed to do that? Yeah, uh, we'll have to bring up the uh, Hockey Federation, the, what do they call this? TMS. TMS, and uh, that is Senior Women's. Well yes, I mentioned a golf fest. Zimbabwe kicked off the tournament against South Africa on the 28th. Uh, 7-0 victory to South Africa after a 3-0 half-time scoreline. Zimbabwe and Botswana. Uh, a 17-0 victory to Zimbabwe there <laughs> over Botswana with a 7-0 half-time scoreline. Then South Africa took on Zimbabwe again. Uh, this time it was a 14-1 victory to South Africa after a 5-1 half-time scoreline. Uh, the next game up was uh, South Africa versus Botswana. Have a guess. Um, um, 18-0. Close. 20. Oh. It was 9-0 at half-time. And they decided, of course, you'd have been right. Well, that's that's me. <laughs> no one likes to see them that big, unfortunately. Uh, South Africa backed up later on the same day to take on Zimbabwe and won that game 6-3 after their initial 7-0 victory in the first game. And uh, 3-2 at half time, so a much tighter contest there. And let's hope that uh, Zimbabwe can at least give the South Africans a bit of a good run before the uh, hockey series finals and yeah, 20-0 scorelines. No one likes to see that, but they're going to happen occasionally. And I'm sure the Botswa- Botswanese... Botswanans. Botswanans. Uh, they would have got plenty out of that, although a lot of it would have been heartache. They would have learnt amazing things. And that, no that's an indoor tournament, isn't it? Not an outdoor tournament. No, senior there. women's outdoor. Senior your women's outdoor, it says there. No, that's indoor. Oh, indoor. Sorry, I was yeah, looking yeah. at the one underneath, yeah. Um, we've also had test matches in Dublin between Ireland and the USA for the men. The 24th and 26th of May, they occurred 5-0 to Ireland in the first game, a 2-0 victory in the second game. So much better from the American men there, although teams that are probably in different places in their hockey development, yeah. very much so. The American men have got a little bit of way to go. 
They need a bit more working class. They've got to get hockey out of the colleges, I think, <laughs> the United States. That's what they've got to work on. And Wales and France, the women are playing a three-test series coming up uh, starting today in uh, Cardiff. Um, and in that game, Leah Wilkinson, the Welsh captain, if she plays, she'll be making her 157th appearance for Wales, and that will be the most capped uh, Welsh sports person from any sport. So you think oh, of all wow. those rugby greats that yeah, have come yeah. through and just that she will become the uh, the ultimately capped uh, Welsh sports person. So well done to Leah, Leah Wilkinson. We should move ahead and mention some of the things coming up because June is a crazy month. Oh, yes. In fact, I think if you manage to watch every international game of hockey that is available to watch, you will have a certified mental disease by the end of it because yeah. it, it's just crazy stuff. And we're talking to you, Keely, yes, on that one. Yes, Keely <laughs> you might get some sort of government grant though. <laughs> uh, okay. Starting with the uh, series finals in Babanazwa, remembering the men have already had one round of the series finals in Kuala Lumpur. There was one by, and the other team came second. <laughs> Come on, John, remember. seriously. It was uh, one by Malaysia? No, Canada. Canada. 3 2 in the final over Malaysia. Over Malaysia. And Italy oh, yeah, two Malaysia, and you got three. So those two teams are through. And uh, the two pools for the Banaswar tournament. It's men, of course. Pool A is India, Poland, Russia and Uzbekistan. Um, Poland could be a shot at least making it through the rounds there. Well, I say India have announced their 18-man squad. There's a a few ins and a few outs from when they were down here in Perth a couple of weeks ago. Which we probably expected. Yep. Uh, Rupinder out and is is that the end of the line for him now who knows we'll wait and see on that one depends uh, a lot on how well Raman Deep back into the forward line Um, so uh, Graham Reid getting his his stamp on things out well the selection committee maybe anyway Uh, you'd think that that pool is pretty much as red in that line India, Poland, Russia, Uzbekistan that's how they'll finish the pool B is a bit more interesting Japan, Mexico, South Africa and the United States. Now, considering this is part of the Olympic qualifications, Japan's already there, of course, yep. having won the Asian Cup, uh, the Asian Games. And uh, being the host nation. And being the host nation, so they doubled <laughs> up there. Mexico, well, we personally don't really know what to expect there, but you'd think they're probably out of the finals contention for that tournament. But South Africa... Uh, you just don't know that a lot of these countries don't get enough top line uh, international competition no. to know where they sit. The United States could very well pull off a surprise victory against someone like South Africa. I can't see them beating Japan, but maybe they can. Yeah, I think. Well, there's there's three teams in the mix yeah. for for uh, two spots for two spots. Yeah, and that's obviously the the fourth team on the the pools. They drop away, and then we go into those crossover games with the second versus yeah. third from the from the pools, don't we? Okay, the series finals for the women in Banbridge in Ireland. Is it still Banbridge? Yes, yeah, so they've yeah. moved it again. Don't okay, worry. good, good. Uh, the 8th to the 16th of June, this will be played. Pool A, Singapore, Malaysia, Ireland, Czech Republic. You'd think on exposed recent form, Ireland are going to top that pool and be very much the team to beat as far as uh, winning that particular finals set, event. Uh, Pool B, Ukraine, Scotland, Korea and France. France could be a bit of a dark horse. Um, no. We saw we saw what the men's program has been able to achieve. Uh, you Scot- never know. Yeah, Scot- Scotland in the shout there as well. And Ukraine. Yeah. Ukraine did superb in indoor, indoor hockey. Yeah. And, well, according to this, they're the highest ranked team in that pool. Uh, and Korea, I would have thought Korea's ranking was higher than Ukraine's. Korea could very well 
You don't Who know. knows what career <laughs> Who knows we'll what they're going to turn up with. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, in Banbridge. From the 15th to the 23rd of June in Le Torquay, Paris, uh, it's the men in action. Pool A, Singapore, Scotland, Ireland and Egypt. Because Egypt, the other African team that plays to a, a seriously good level, could be the potential dark horse there. Pool B is Ukraine, Korea, France and Chile. So on exposed form, you'd be thinking France are going to top that pool. If they can carry through their World Cup form to there, they will be very hard to beat for yeah. that particular tournament. And, and at home. they're at home. Yeah. Yeah. Then we move on to the uh, series finals in Hiroshima for women. That's the 15th to the 23rd of June. Interesting pools, these ones. Fiji, India, Poland and Uruguay. I'm putting my money on Fiji, Fiji. just because yeah. I want to support the underdogs. Uh, they're going to find it real, real tough. I'm I'm prepared to bet they will score a goal at some point in the tournament. Are you? Yeah, I'll, I'll put take, money on I'll that. I'll take that bet. Will you? Yeah. Okay. How much? Well, ten bucks. Isn't dollar the standard? Just a dollar. Twenty bucks. It's for pride. All right, dollar it is. Um, pool B: Chile, Japan, Mexico, and Russia. Once again, because we see so a little of some of these nations, it's hard to know what what they're going to bring on any given particular tournament or even any given day. Well, hopefully we'll be able to get our eyes on it somehow, John, anyway, and we can make uh, a decision. Apparently it will be streamed, Yeah, allegedly. Won't be on television, though. No, but you'd yeah. be upset as a broadcaster, wouldn't you? If you what, thought losing you'd... 120 games yeah, of hockey? You'd, yeah, you'd, you'd expect that as part of a package. Well, you'd be wanting some of your money back, wouldn't you? Yeah, or all of it. Or maybe you just haven't paid up yet and you're not going to. Pool standings, Valencia. That's the final of the... Uh, hockey Series Finals. It's for women. It's played from the 19th to 27th of June. And uh, Spain, top pool A, the home team with Namibia, Canada and Belarus. Perhaps some competition there for Spain from Canada, but I can easily see Spain being in the final. They are a very good team and would certainly not be out of place in the Pro League. And then we get to Pool B. Of course, third place getters at the last World Cup, so they can seriously play. Uh, pool B, Wales, Thailand, Italy, and South Africa. So we've got about 68 international sides playing hockey through June. It's probably Pakistan about the only side that aren't playing any hockey in June, aren't they? Well, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve in each pool, so that's 24 games without no, finals eight, eight, across eight at each tournament, isn't it? Four and four. And how many? How many? Number of games. I'm, I'm uh, going through the number. Of oh, games. I'm not talking about the number of games, just the number of teams that oh, are, yeah, that are in, 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 involved playing hockey in June. Well, there's uh, 24 games at least in just the rounds between five tournaments. So yeah. five times 24 is what? 120. 120 something. Plus uh, four finals for each. Five, 20, another 20 games. Don't forget the 40 game, 40 odd, 41 or two, might be just be 40 games of pro league yep. that are going on in June as well. Um, if if you haven't got square eyes now, you will by the end of June <laughs> if you're watching this much hockey. I don't know how we're going to keep up with it all. And it's very much going to be a matter of... Uh, matter of picking and choosing which games you do watch and which you forego unfortunately because a lot of people will probably unless you're a a person from that nation are going to be tuned more into pro league than they are the hockey series open Um, but I'm I'm really interested to see how some of these teams go especially Fiji I want to see you know because all we have yeah I just want to see them do well 
well, personally. As those have a stri- great tournament and learn a lot from it. Yeah. Well, as those and stri- score a goal. Just the one. Just, oh, one dollar on it. One dollar. So, um, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll be able to get that information of where and when those games will be able to be viewed online. Hashtag live streams. Uh, hashtag live stream hockey. Get on to at the hockey oh, live on Facebook and Twitter. Is, Star Sports is doing. Doing the men's. Doing the men's. Yeah, yeah. Only the Indian tournament, though. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, no news uh, as of yet if, if the, the women's games uh, will be available. Just a couple of bits of news before yep. we go, John. Uh, some uh, European leagues finished up at the weekend in Poland for the men, WKS Grunwald Poznan. Um, they won their fifth successive Polish championship. Um, two-legged final. They beat KS Pomolzan in Turun. Um, and so they qualify for EHL next time around. And obviously a lot of those Polish boys will be heading straight into uh, the Hockey Series finals in Bubanaswar. In the Netherlands, uh, Amsterdam Hockey and Bandy Club, uh, they took out the women's title, um, ending Den Bosch's five-year reign. Um, so that's obviously the, the series that they they play there. Um, Amsterdam take the top Dutch seeding for the EHL women next Easter, and Den Bosch take the second seed there. And for the Dutch men, um, Blumendal won the national title for the first time since 2010, winning their three game series against Kampong. Some beautiful goals scored in there, wasn't there, John? Yeah. Um, uh, it was a 7-6 shootout win to, to settle the tie. So um, thrilling stuff there. Hopefully you managed to get your eyes on that. Uh, we talked last week as well about the Cow Cup. Um, yes. And, and FA Champions umpires were on the way down down to that at Moore Park College. It was the 48th Cow Cup. And the Sacramento Kings defeated HFS Adidas 2-1 in the, in the final of the Super Division. Seven and a half thousand dollars there for the for the winners. And Team Osaka from Canada edged local favourites Jolie Pitts, uh, that were littered with a, a heap of New Zealand internationals and ex um, American internationals in there. Um, that was uh, two goals scored by Stephanie de Groof, Belgian Olympian, and there was quite a few Bel- Belgian the Belgians in the uh, Osaka Osaka uh, side representing Canada there. Well done to everybody involved there. There were. Uh, 2,000 athletes competing across 13 different divisions from uh, mixed under eights uh, across four different locations. So it seemed like a great weekend. And that wasn't all that was going on in the States as well. There was the uh, the Big Apple Sixes happening in New York as well. So it's obviously a, a big weekend for hockey over there. Oh, yeah, I heard the Cal Cup went down very well, although it was quite an unruly affair apparently. Uh-huh. A lot of blue cards handed out. <laughs> You're listening to The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Okay, we've got the dartboard up there, Matt. It's, uh-huh. a, it's our hockey issues dartboard. We we just fling away with a dart, and whatever it lands on, we're going to talk about. All right, about. go for it. You ready? Oh, 17. 17? Yeah. Right, so like Yeah, what's what do we got? Let's do 17. Uh, terminology. Game, oh. game terminology. Language. What does that, what does that relate to? The language of our game. What is the language of our game, Matt? English. English. Well, yeah, officially. That's been confirmed by the FIH. The language of hockey is English. But only certain words in English. Well, 
you know, we call things different things in different parts of the world, don't we? So we do. the in Australia, the the uh, the overhead is prefer- preferred. Uh, in the UK, the aerial is preferred. But, but the FIH prefers. <laughs> well, Flick apparently, from what I can tell from the latest commentary that we've we've been hearing across the games, I haven't heard an overhead or a, um, an aerial called whatsoever. I've heard lots of flicks called. Look, we we were given a heads up some weeks ago that um, the FIH had um, sent commentators or had made available to commentators a, a set of rules for their commentary. Yeah, standardisation. Standardisation. Yeah. Now, we haven't seen this particular document, whatever it have. I'm not sure what it is or what form. Email, it took or, what, or, email whatever. or whatever. Um, Snapchat. And we were a bit sceptical at the time, but over the last few weeks, listening and watching the Pro League, it has become apparent that there is something going on Absolutely. with the terminology and, of the game. And you'd be hard-pressed not not to have spotted it. So, and if you yeah. have spotted it out there and you've got a comment on it, send it through to us on, on the socials, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, all it's that reverse check. It has been noted on social media that yeah. they're using terms that perhaps, you know, that, and that's a good one. Do you, think, we, do you think Crash Ball's on the list? Or, or, or we've managed to eradicate I, that I one? I think we've done, done pretty well at eradicating Crash Ball. <laughs> Although I reckon every now and then... But Simon's going to drop one in there just to keep us honest. Just to, well, yeah, just to see if we've been. Yeah, if we're watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, I th- there's probably a couple of other terms that have crept in there as well. I mean, it, it's the circle. Then, no, have you been what here? happened to the D? What do you mean? What happened to the D? Uh, it's no longer the D. What? Why not? Why isn't it a D? It's a circle. We, we, um. Well, this is going to upset Inside the D podcast for a start if we can't use the term D anymore. That's redundant, isn't it? Well, it's going to upset the FIH when they realise they can't call their own, pod, own video cast, whatever you call it, Inside the D. TV show. <laughs> ah, so what, do you think it will change to Inside the Circle? Could do. Or Inside the Semicircle, if you want to be technically correct. And this is the thing, isn't it? That's it's, why we call it a D! Yeah. <laughs> but you do also use the term the circle occasionally but it doesn't yeah. make any sense at all because it isn't a full circle is it call it the half circle or the, yeah, the semicircle um yeah, okay so <laughs> right what, i'm what, really i hadn't noticed that one but interesting what, why isn't what, inside the d a good hockey term though i thought it's a brilliant term. yeah well it, it must it, have been for the fact that the fi sat down with their media partners and went, what are we what are we going to call this uh, show something which is unique to hockey and uh everybody go, hockey on. can assimilate yeah, that's it we know we know what it's all about what we know the term should we call it the reverse stick nope can't do that somebody's got that one already all right what about inside the d Nope, somebody's already got that one. What, a TV show? No. All right, we'll use that then. Uh, well, there we go. <laughs> Just, brilliant. There's other terms, we because we haven't seen it. Well, well hang on. I, I don't actually hear the tomahawk said anymore. I reckon no, you'd hear not. the tomah maybe 12 months ago. I think that might have disappeared, but... What's there? The reverse stick. The is reverse still there, stick isn't it? is still there. So we'll, we'll we'll gladly uh, take the advertising. Yeah, thank you very thanks, much. Thanks, thanks very much. Keep using the reverse stick. Yeah, they're going to have problems trying to. What are you going to call it if you don't call it on the reverse? On the reverse. See, well, that's what Ashley. That's what Ashley's been trying to do just to wind us up. So yeah, we don't he does get all any, time. any plugs. <laughs> and we'll come to Ashley Morrison shortly. Oh, we will indeed. Yeah. But uh, what? There's other terms that because we haven't seen this particular document that we think. 
are included, but we don't know for sure. Well, if you've got a copy of it, do send it through to yeah, us. Or if, if you've picked up some terms you think have changed Absolutely. in the language of yeah. our game that is changing. Um, you know, do you, 16, still, do you still hit it? 16. 16. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Just call it a bloody 16. Everybody knows what you mean. It's not a free out. What does free out mean? It's not a game of Monopoly, mate. It's a game of hockey. It's, it's called a 70s 16. hippie term, isn't it? Free oh, ab, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're on to yeah. there. Just those sorts. And you wonder why. Why is this? Why are you having this change? What is the driving force for doing this? Well, I think one of the, the brilliant things... Well, we talked about this with hearing the commentary from Dave Leno, Lino in the States. Now, it might not be standard to what we've been used to I like but, it. but it's not but it's nice to get a different angle a different perspective um, and it done just a bit of a different way and he now, never says crash ball he doesn't say crash ball no apparently not he doesn't quite understand what the bully is but <laughs> that's, that's what <laughs> we'll learn him um I don't know where, where, was, where was I going then. Um, but yeah, the, the one of the beauties of having different commentators is getting that different style. Otherwise, we just get a bloody comment, commentary robot. And maybe that's what um, Andy Oram, formerly of the FIH, was alluding to with all the new uh, algorithms that we were going to be able to run through FIH.live and and um, look at games from the 50s compa- compared to games today. And then you just run the commentary Autobot and uh and off they go ai linked into the to to the vision um Jones, what is smith what, what do you say like like this you know you could use five or six different terms for goalkeepers or the goals or and and it's it's boring if you just hear the same thing being said all the time but if you can switch it between goalie and keeper and custodian and shot stopper um it just adds some variance to the delivery and to the um simon mason talked about it you know he likes to all he doesn't he, he wants to um integrate as many different acceptable terms exactly. into his and into his commentary as that's well, right you know, yeah, getting yeah. those sorts of things going in and uh, one of the other you things are watching a hockey game. This list of language also includes a list of do's and don'ts for commentary. Right. Now, some of it's pretty simple um, stuff about calling England Great Britain and not England because yeah. they're not England. And, yeah. um, but a lot of it apparently is about opinion and not giving opinion. Right. Well, what the hell are you doing in a commentary chair if you're not giving opinion? Yeah. That's what we want. We want opinion. We want people giving insight into things. Well, maybe that's that's why the pundits are being removed because pundits are generally there to provide insight and, yeah. and opinion. Um, but this this does not work with the system. We do not want your opinion. <laughs> oh, look, it just it, number seven I, passes to number five. Number five flick to number nine. Number it, nine into the circle. It smacks goal. of being marketing driven. And well, it doesn't sound like it's coming from hockey people, does it? It's not no. coming from hockey no. people. It's and it's all about this some sort of control that's going on. Uh-huh. Everything's being you can't control language, mate. Yeah. Don't try. Leave it to be what it is. Yeah. I can understand why there might be some terms that are unacceptable. That you know we don't call it that in this sport. Yeah. You know, commentators especially that have been doing another sport. You know, and. Picking up hockey, well, just don't say this because we don't refer to it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're giving us a list of these are the terms that hockey people use. Don't use them. We've got some new ones for you. Well, you think if that's that's gone gone too 
commentators that are out there these are people that are already quite proficient in talking about hockey yeah, and commentating yeah. hockey uh, yeah. maybe maybe this sort of cheat sheet yeah for people that are new to the game or want to get into commentating hockey that you know here are some pointers and, and a good start point for where you're at with it but for people who are professionals and it's they've made their living out of doing it over however many years um it just seems a little bit insulting if if i if some person is out there going for a job and you're a CEO and they've got on their resume oh it came up with a new language for hockey don't give them the job because they're just looking for things that they can change that don't need changing to justify positions well you'd think they'd be busy enough after the bloody staff have left (laughs) you are listening to the reverse stick the global hockey podcast episode 97 thank you for joining us once again or maybe it's your first time and uh, thanks for joining john and myself uh john if uh, if anybody wants to support us out there to keep putting our hockey podcast together how do they do that send me an email and i'll give my bank details <laughs> and they can deposit it directly <laughs> no, that's for anything that's for anything over 20 dollars a month <laughs> But if yeah. you'd like to subscribe to our Patreon account, that's patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick. There's some different tiers in there. You get some exclusive content, um, and you're really, really helping us, um, keep on, Please keeping on with, with what we're doing with, uh, yeah, projects such as Push Past Pundits, the reverse stick, World Cup Daily, and Totally Pro League. Yeah, right, on the, on the dartboard, oh, mate. There we go. Ooh, bullseye! Wow. Let's have a look what we've got written down for bullseye? bullseye here. You read that? Uh, what, uh, 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 where? Down the, yeah. uh, 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 what does that say? Oh, no, no. Oh, no don't, don't read that out, that's actually swearing. <laughs> uh, Clint Flick. Ah! Oh. oh, yes, this is an interesting. Well, we've got a hundred. We just mentioned it. We did, yeah, we've got a hundredth show. Um, coming up in oh, a short three weeks, but we need to get better organised. I think if we're going to do something, but I had a, a bit of a brainwave, John, and I think it would be nice for the listeners to once and for all, uh, for you and I to have a shuffle contest. Uh-huh. Um, probably, I was thinking about in you, a you, e. you pad up. Do you want to do it in B? In where? The shuffle. What? A blue shuffle in A or E? Oh. <laughs> Is that what you want? No. It's a, oh, this is a language thing again, a, isn't a, it? Pen, yeah, the, the penalty runs. No, they're not called penalty runs. No? No, they're not penalties. Penalty shootouts. No, not penalty shootouts. No? No. All right, let's just, call, let's just call it a shootout then. That yeah, makes so, the individual one a shot, doesn't it? I thought it would be entertaining for maybe you and I to have, have a shootout competition. Well, we've t- we talked before about uh, taking it global. Two teams, it's hockey twos, um, a goalkeeper and a striker. For I don't know, let's have fran- a franchise-based model for it. It's probably the way to go. Yeah. Uh, but I thought maybe we could trial it out. Yeah. Um, okay. Now my initial oh, thought was, geez. you pad up, I have a go, then I, then we change, and then I put the pads on, and then you yeah. have a go, and yeah, then we, and we a, just we keep switching. We don't need to do a three-hour podcast. No, I don't. I don't probably unnecessary. Although we could edit it, edit it down, obviously. Yeah, two and a half hours. Um, or we could do the shootout with us both wearing hockey pads, uh, goal, goalkeeping equipment. Yeah. Um, and do it that way and then I had the brainwave that hang on why don't we get a goalkeeper to come in and we just do the shoots ourselves um, okay so I put it out there I've got a technical official lined up for it um, oh, from good. from the FIH oh, Tam- Tammy Stanley said she'll come along and, and monitor the eight seconds for us oh good um, 
and she, she said she'll check she's got batteries in her watch and, and all that oh, sort of stuff to make that happen that's good um I've got somebody potentially lined up as, as an umpire for it. Um, we'll, we'll see if they, they get involved or not. And I thought, oh, a commentator. We should have a commentator as well. But then I thought, oh, okay, we could probably get Ash to come down and commentate. But could we get him to put the pads on and be the goalkeeper? Ooh, and? And he said no. <laughs> and I said, really? He said, yeah, no, no chance. Absolutely well, no, definitely not. That big, wouldn't it? Ooh, dear. Um... <laughs> I think we can work on him though. There's, he, uh, I think we can make him crack. But what we need is your help. Make him crack. Yeah. <laughs> crack, crack, crack. Oh, crack. <laughs> um, we need your help, uh, dear listener. And so, if you can get on to at the not at not the footy show on Twitter or on Facebook and bombard Ashley with some messages saying, "Go on, put the pads on." Really it's, looking forward to seeing you in goals, Ash. Yeah, it's not it's not like they're going to score past you anyway. The ball will be flying five meters past the goal. Um, go on, Ash, do it for us. Do it, do it for the hockey world. Send him DMs. Um, send me an email if you want his phone number. Um, and you want to, uh, ring him five or six times a day. No problem whatsoever. You just send me an email direct, yeah. Matt at the reverse dot net, and, uh, we'll pass those details on to you. I reckon you should do it, don't he you, John? He, he should. It'd be, it'd be worth a laugh. We don't, we don't actually want a proper goalkeeper in there. Anybody with any kind of um, hockey, hockey, goal, go, hockey goalkeeping you skill. You dress your daughters up in goalkeeping kit there. It's still not likely to score. <laughs> so look out for that anyway. Are you going to go the aerial route? Are you going to go the aerial route? I might do the old, the, uh, the old hurling, you know. Oh. Pop, pop, it, pop it up and, and, and run, run to the top of the D with I, the ball I up. would like to see us competing against each other there, but it, production-wise it could be an issue. Um, well, I think we should also be looking to um, score points for um, for skill and for flair. So, um, so you, there may be, for either there may be some... Bu- what? <laughs> Come on. Just, oh, right. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Well, I'll be going into training from next week anyway, John. Um, I'll be speaking to Nick Tate from the WA Thundersticks to see if I can get some pointers from Tatey. Um, you uh, saw you saw that one against I India. I did, and I don't think you'll get that close. No? No. <laughs> it depends who's in goal, doesn't it? Hey? Well, yeah, it does. Maybe right. what we have to do is either... We, we, we have to pick a teammate. And so you can either go out and talk to someone who's a bit of a striker and you go goalie. Oh, you, oh, you want to go two goal. on two? No, let's no. It's, it's, we're we're we're, yeah, we we're pitting our goal sc- goal scoring ability against each other. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no proper goalkeepers. Ashley, this is a call out. We need you. We know you're an ex soccer goalkeeper, so you're not you're not afraid of sticking yourself between the the, the posts. Maybe we can get Matt Favier to do it. Oh, we could dro- drop him a line. He's in charge of media at the moment, isn't he, for Hockey oh, Australia? I think so. Yeah. Got his phone number. We'll give him a ring. You're listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Fire that off again, mate. What number are you heading for this time? All right, let's have a look at this one. I'm going for a double 17. Here we go. Ooh, eight. Close. Um, Old Georgians. Yes. A couple of big signings. Ashley Jackson um, is going there next season. And George Pinner and Andy Bull. And that's adding to... um, Liam Sanford and Lee Morton they're splashing the cash again and what, is, uh, uh, what does the groundskeeper think about those ice skates on the turf the ice skates are from, from Ashley Jackson yeah. but he's had a, some stellar games with HGC um, 
in uh, the Dutch league of late. Yeah. Uh, and he's back into the GB squad as well. It's amazing how all these players are back back and available post the away pro league leg, isn't it? Yeah, well, it'll be interesting when uh, in the next few days when I go through the GB team list to see how many players have used and how that works into their named list because, of course, you had to have a list of players named before the start of the tournament. So um, it was brought to my attention the number of players that are coming back, so we're just going to check that out in the next few days. Sorry, I've just got some cramp there. I was, pl- I was down at walking hockey this morning. You cramped <laughs> up after walking hockey. I did about, <laughs> I did about eight minutes on the pitch. That's a tough game you're playing, mate. Oh, oh just fantastic. It, you know, it's nice when you're taking, taking the field with the uh, um, twice World Cup captain for Australia um, in the 60s, uh, going back to Leverkusen, Laurie Packham, oh, really? was not only the captain, she was also the player coach of the Australian women, <laughs> women's side. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, she, yeah, did fall, she did fall over today, though, bless it. So, um, Laurie, hope you're all right there. <laughs> now, it's great to see everybody down there enjoying themselves. Hey, we've uh, taken a few pot shots at Pakistan over the journey. Uh-huh. Uh, some people might think we've been un- un- overly critical. Oh, uh, no, I, t- I take it now. We've been quite supportive at times when other people yeah. have written them off as it's, well. But it's been love that's driven us to that criticism. Yes, yeah. Because we want to see Pakistan we do doing indeed. really well. Some governance, more governance issues announced. They're holding some sort of, they're forming some committee to look at the governance of different aspects and what can be done and what previous office bearers have done wrong. And uh, I believe was it Kashmir? Some problem with Kashmir Hockey Association. Well, it seems to be the new secretary. Secretary in uh, they're being proactive. That's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, Um, they're trying to make things happen and talking lots about it and trying to be as open and as transparent as possible for what from what we can tell. So it can only only be good for them. Yeah, so all, all the best to Pakistan hockey, and I think maybe it, it's finally dawning on them that you can't just get by on, you know, throwing players together and hoping they do well. You've got to have all this off-field stuff absolutely sorted, and if you don't, the sport will die in your country, and hopefully they're going to take the right steps towards getting a stable governance structure in place that enables their national and, and clubs to operate and and teams and players to enjoy the game yeah yeah um just on clubs very quickly we've got euro club challenge four coming up uh starting over the weekend i think it is it was, was it this weekend maybe it's next weekend but that's uh all getting streamed again on eurohockeytv.org so if you if, if you don't want to be watching any of the international stuff that's on then there's still some club hockey going on in europe hey what's the story between the ioc and the fih What's going on there? Next door neighbours, aren't they? Well, I'm a bit, I'm a bit concerned. We talk about governance, about this, these links between the FIH and the IOC, because well, Dr. Batch was up for a uh, um, IOC position on some committees, not not as a main committee member, but it's certainly a foot in the door, isn't it? Well, we've also seen other high-ranking hockey officials in recent couple of weeks being appointed to IOC positions as well. Yeah. Now, my concern is who, what's driving what? Who's, where do allegiances lie? Because the IOC idea of how things should be done is not and should not always line up with the way hockey wants to do it. So, and what's best for the IOC is not necessarily what's best for the hockey no. and vice versa. Yeah, right. So where do these people's loyalties lie? We've all talked about for a long time the fact that we've created generate a situation where our sport is now almost solely reliant on the Olympic movement to keep it going. Yep. 
if you well, there's no sponsors. There are no sponsors, yeah. are there? We, and we get people in the FIH doing sponsorship roles um, and marketing roles. Sponsors. Don't get sponsors. Um, and then subsequently just disappear off the FIH team page. Yeah. Where, where is Dalf, anyway? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not sure. There's a couple more people there that are still there that should probably be asked to leave because of their performance. Mm. If that's what your job is. Um, now... <laughs> We're in a situation where you take that money, and it's not just direct IOC. This is the money the IOC gives to the FIH, and I'm led to believe that that amount basically covers the IOC payroll. Yep. Um, this is the money that goes through national Olympic organisations to sports, through national sports commissions to sports because they're competing at the Olympic Games. Yeah. And if we continue down this model, we're well, no, going to no, no, screw no, no, no. sport. Not necessarily competing at the Olympic Games, competing in the qualifiers, qualifiers for, the, for, Olympic for the Olympic Games. Games. Yeah. And we've had it made clearly to made it clear by a member of the FIH uh, executive yep. that that is the model they want to yep, follow. Yep, yep, they yep. want to sell our soul to the Olympic movement. And now we're seeing all of these high-ranking yeah. officials well, how our, how our, up at the Olympics. Yeah, how else is Sierra Leone going to get any funding if it isn't by having FIH accreditation for full international matches to then be able to go to their yeah. national sporting associations to get some kind of funds into and, that. And we're just enslaving ourselves as a sport. Now, do you reckon that... Where, where's the wealth in basketball come from? <laughs> Is it from the Olympic movement? No, it ain't. It's NBA. Where's, yeah. where's, the, where's the wealth in football that only sends under 23 teams yeah. to the Olympics? They don't even take it seriously enough for it to be a full age, open age competition. Yeah. Where's the wealth created well, the way, the, what, well, through the Olympic movement? No. No. No, out of chairman. <laughs> club, Tennis? Club chairman. Tennis? Sponsorship. Uh, let's see, what else? Baseball? Uh, huge fan bases ice hockey another Olympic sport yeah hockey where's the money wealth generated in that sport Olympic movement no 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 Uh, or the number of sports that but we're not we're not ice hockey we don't have the the viewership we don't have the numbers well well, dependent on what you read because you know it still makes me laugh we're we're the third biggest watch sport in the world you won't get them as long as you continue to align yourself to a financial model that enslaves and entraps you. And now we're, we're, no one's doing anything to change it. The FIH is going down the path of making that yoke even heavier. Do you see there's not going to be unification now between South Korea and North Korea? And hockey? I mean, in hockey. I think we spoke about it last week and we made comment about it and within 12 hours there was something that had come out saying, no, that's not going to happen now. Uh, so South Korea, it is for the, for the uh, foreseeable future yeah, on well, the world stage. And unfortunately, um, but we did get co- commended Terry by... talk Young Kim into uh, not having his uh, ambassador to the US <laughs> terminated. Yeah, but you literally. think... Kim, Kim would love going to Lausanne. Oh, he'd love it. Loves his, well, loves he, he went to school in Switzerland. Loves his cheese, you see. That's what oh. it is. Yeah. You're listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast that, um, if we had our way, would run for two 35-minute halves. Mm. Uh, quarters, mate. What you, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over quarters. Uh, on <laughs> Recently, the hockey paper, very good hockey paper. Read it if you can. Uh, buy a copy. In fact, I've got to get on, I've got to send Rod an e- email because I want to 
buy a coffee that he can ship to me, like a proper right, hard yeah. coffee, because yeah. we don't get it here. Yeah. But I want a proper hard coffee in my hand. Anyway. Something uh, for the dunny, eh? Hey? Yep. Recently had a, an article by David Elcock. Pitch timing's key, but umpires can adapt to four quarters. It's about four quarters. Read it yourself. Make up your own mind. I assume, yeah, from, da- from David, also part of the hockey family. Yep. Um, now, I think the, the, the headline's slightly misleading, I think, because it talks about, but umpires can adapt to four quarters. I don't really give a shit whether the umpires adapt to it or not. That's not the point. Hockey's a game for players. It, it shouldn't be dictated to by what the umpires think. If it works for the game, it works for the game. Yeah. And the umpires should follow it. Apologies, Keely Dunn. I look forward to the email. Um, I, it, I don't Is that know. about the fourth mention for Keeley in yeah, yeah, today's well. show? Well, Did you know you could go to her shop and buy umpiring stuff? FHumpires.com. It's a lovely waterproof bag. My missus wants to pinch it for dog walking, but I wouldn't let Does her. She put, yeah. the, put the poo bags in. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. little bits of poo, like a phone or a card. Well, I've, I've lent the cards out four times already now. Uh, the red hasn't made an appearance, but the green and the yellow have had yeah. a, the odd flash. Yeah. I heard the blue card got a, a big workout Saturday oh, night. Did for me, yeah. <laughs> And that, okay. Yeah, and that's not the fair play blue card, by the way. <laughs> um, quarters, back to that. Uh, how are you finding Because I'm finding it's killing. The, it kills the game, the momentum and the what's going on in the game. I don't think it's needed and I don't like it. Well, uh, you certainly, that little bit of uh, opportunity you get to get up and on top of a side because they're, they're labouring a bit. That's gone because everybody yep. gets a chance to have a breather. So that getting, little bit of extra fitness that you've got doesn't really count a great deal. You're not getting the last five minutes of the half anymore. No. Which was no, a really yeah, crucial yeah, yeah. part of the game. Yeah. And, and you're not getting that little nuance to it all. All of those sorts of things are starting to... And I just don't like it. It sucks for rotations, especially in the lower grades. Yeah. It just makes it so much more difficult to spread the load. You've got 16 blokes. Don't forget... Now they're running 18 off the bench. How long before we're allowed to run 18 to bring us in line? Yeah, FIH, bring of course, us in line. course, standardisation is very important. And quite frankly, our team needs 18 because we've got about 20 blokes on our list. So yeah. if we make the finals, you can guess all 20 are going to turn up. Um, so Top of the league at the moment, aren't you? Oh, I don't know. I think you yeah, lost just, it. I think you, yeah, you three We've worked bo- on it a couple of times and haven't quite managed you're the, it. You're the only undefeated team in your, in your comp. Are we? Yeah, because you've had three draws, I think. Yeah, three yeah. draws. One of them was a fluky drop, it must be said, but we got it. Yeah, back to quarters. Get yep. rid of it. I think we don't need quarters. Maybe, okay, you want to play at, at major Olympic tournaments, you do that, and you can put in all those ads from sponsors you don't have. That's right. At quarter time. And all, that, ana- all that analysis at quarter time that you fit in. Yeah. All the player interviews as they yeah, come in yeah, off the field. That. Yeah, although they're not allowed to come off the field, obviously, are they? Got to yeah, stay on the field. Got to stay on can the you field. go on the field with a microphone? I wonder how that's going to be placed come finals time because in our grade, blokes just wander off. Yeah, that's right. The whistle goes, everybody just wanders <laughs> off the, into a paddock. Yeah. I mean, some of your blokes just wander off the other side of the field and just walk around. And, and, oh, we, and have to, we have to get one of their family members to go and get them and just bring them back. <laughs> and it's very rare that the umpires give you the 30-second whistle to, to get back on. It's you know, a two- or three-minute break. So, oh, cer- certainly with the, with the grass sides, oh, it's, yeah. it's a little bit more regimented on turf. But what I found is because it's blowing out a bit, the, the length of the game, we're then getting about four and a half minutes warm-up before the game starts. It's like, oh, are you ready to go? There's no chance to do our rah, rah, rah in the centre field and shake really? hands. Not, no, it's uh, toss the stick on the sideline between the two captains. Let's get, get started straight away. Oh, that is so it's, so it's, it's taking away a, a, another, a tradition, you know. And another really nice bit of the game. Yeah, another unique selling point that we have. Exactly. What yeah. a real 
that's just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, no hockey for us this weekend, so we would no opportunity to be, get any grumpier about these things, John. Uh, it's a general buy. A get general rid of buy. quarters. Give us the thirty-five minutes. Give us our ten minutes back. Hockey, wa- hockey, one are uh, looking for suggestions on uh, the rule changes down here in Australia. And a cu- couple of our listeners have uh, uh, said, please don't change anything at all. Of course, John. What have I written? Hashtag bring, bring back, back the bully. Okay, mate, we're winding up. What else have you got? That's about it for me, mate. That is about it. Um, pleasure to see you once again and a pleasure to join you, dear listener, once again. We will be back next week for episode 98. Don't forget, catch up with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, all at The Reverse Stick. If you want to get your eyes on some hashtag live stream hockey, follow at The Hockey Live. If you love your Indian hockey, check out on Facebook and Twitter at Push Past Pundits and listen to Push Past Pundits podcast. Episode number five is there, ready in your preferred podcast player. And if you want to see Ashley Morrison getting smashed by hockey balls, get on to Not The Foddy Show and Twitter or Facebook. Send him a message and say, go on, Ashley, whack those pads on. Give it a go, Ash. was a bit of a blue the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, Thierry got in a bit of a blue. Right. Um, yeah, it seems like some people aren't happy. What, what, TV executives maybe? Might be TV executives aren't right. very happy. And why would that be, John? Uh, something to do with not having games they were promised to broadcast. Oh. Yeah. Big TV deal? Not anymore. Hmm. Uh, yeah, sport, hockey, just one cup after another, isn't it? <laughs>